Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm your co-host, Chanel. It's it's We Was Dragons. You know, we got to put a little bit into it. I'm not, I'm not that cool. You're not doing that? I'm a nerd. <laughs> what you want me to do? Nah. I guess you're right. But nerds are, nerds are getting emphatic, you know? They put the emotion to it. Well, yeah. I'm a nerd. I'm a kind of a boring nerd. And a job. You're more chill. You're yeah, exactly. You're you're a fake nerd. That's what it is. You're like X Men hoodie on right now. You're interested in the nerdy things, but if you literally wanted to just be about football, you could be tomorrow. Like tomorrow, you could be a football podcaster if you wanted to. You have privilege. I was was good at football. (laughs) I hated football. I was just good at it. That's what I'm saying. That's a privilege. You walked away from football. You jock, like you said. You athlete. You. Yes, I, I mean I am kind of a job. I was no. a um I was an in denial nerd, definitely a nerd, definitely was in denial about it all my life, and, I, and I'm and I'm here now. We're here now. We're all here. Don't be in denial. Embrace it. Embrace. Look, ten million people yes. watch this show. Right? Yes, we're so, all we're all we're here. All nerds. I saw a clip on Twitter of like some dude filming outside this apartment in New York City, mm-hmm. and they and they so they had like the glass windows. Mm-hmm. And you could tell everyone in the apartment which apartment was watching House of Dragons because the flash the of the TV will all go at the same time. And it's oh, like wow. 15, 20, 25 apartments in this building all just watching the same thing at the same time. Like, yeah, that was a moment. And I'm just upset, though, because why? Like, like the show is cool, but the show's not all that. Like, why didn't fucking, like... Moana do numbers like that like we're like you know like why this why do we uh, love the debauchery so much this is one of the Game of Thrones it's despite how people feel about the last season it's mm-hmm. one of the greatest television shows in the history of television and more so than that it was one of the greatest communal mm-hmm. entertainment things in the history yeah. of all it was a moment but why what about like help me remember one reason why Game of Thrones is so good it's a bunch of reasons. One, the acting was stellar yeah, for most true. of it. Even, acting, in the, yeah. even in the last season, the acting was great. The story wasn't mm-hmm. great, but the mm-hmm. acting was great. The acting is stellar. They got amazing cast. You didn't know what was going to happen. If you didn't read the books, you had no idea what was yeah, going to happen right. next. You could show up any week and any of your faves could die. Yes. Any week that you showed up, they had incredible action set pieces. Yeah, the action, you're right, yep. No other television show was going at the time. And and like you we were talking about before we got on air, it was messy as hell. The show's messy. This person's fucking this person, this person's going behind this person's back. Yeah. This person's trying to uh get up take over the throne. It's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. Okay. It's all of everything that we list. It's it's reality TV, it's Marvel Mm -hmm. movies, it's Jerry Springer. It's cheaters. It's all of that yeah. wrapped into one. And it's also dragons. like, it's like the accents and it feels Victorian and like about royalty and feudalism, but you don't have to like read a novel to get it. You can really just get it on your TV like that. Like, but it's not like romance, like Bridgerton. So I get you. Okay. I, I'm sold again. I'm back in, you know, when I was watching this um, episode, so we're, we're talking about the premiere of House of the Dragon. Uh, or actually, I should say House of Dragons. You know, we're going to make it black. We're going to rename it and put an S on the end. Um, mm-hmm. As I was watching it, I want obviously, I want to know what your your overall thoughts were. I had a moment where I was like, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm back. And I couldn't put my finger on why I was back. But I was like, I remember like, oh, it, it, kind of like what you exactly what you just said. 
oh, we're in a whole world. Like I just, now I'm in Westeros. Like, and like you said, the whole, like the commitment to it. Not that like any shows don't commit, but this show commits. Like where you're like, okay, they speaking like they grew up that way. They're acting like they're acting like they're high born. Like it just, so everything you just said, I think is, I was feeling, but I was having trouble putting my words to it. But what'd you think? Tell me your No, I'm with you. Like, so this show felt like the early seasons of Game of Thrones. This is one of the strongest opening premieres episodes of television I've seen because what they had to do was very difficult, right? So I often talk about this in a, in with like uh, I was on a podcast discussing uh, somebody brought me on a podcast to discuss um, Black Panther Wakanda forever. And I was talking about how difficult uh, what Ryan Coogler had to do by making the first big majority black uh, superhero film, big bench of superhero film. And then having to follow that with all the success it had on top of your star passing away. Right. So like, how difficult of a task he has to do to make these movies great is like 10, 11 out of 10. And so this is another example of that, right? Game of Thrones was one of the most incredible shows for year after year after year. And then the last season was universally at, at best annoyed or disliked. And at worst people hated it. Right. And so you took all this goodwill, this, this amazing series at one point, I think at the most it was like 17 million people were watching Game of Thrones. And, and so you have this incredible fandom. And then now you're like, okay, we're going to do this prequel. And we took a few years off. I think the season finale was 2017 to 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's been three or four years. Wow, it really has. And now we're coming back, right? And you got to come back. And people want that feeling again. Just like you had yesterday. Just like I had yesterday. People want that feeling again. They want to feel season four Game of Thrones, season five mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards, the Red Wedding. They want to feel that again. They want that feeling. And so this show had to come out with a bang. They had to grab you. They had to tell you this is that world that you remember that you love. But also these characters are different and it's not the same thing that you saw before. So it kind of had to bounce that thing. And I thought they did a great job at it. Yeah, yeah, because I I know in the preview when we walked through the um the trailer, I was telling you like I don't want to see the spirit of the exact same characters replayed like because the, the hand of the king I feel like has to be like we had t- t- it was t- Tyrion not Tyrion. Tywin, thank you. You're right. These, These are black names. I told you they're black names. <laughs> I was thinking about that throughout. The but anyway, yeah. Renaris, we saw today. Yeah, but like here, so I was, I was like kind of anxious about that. But, but then again, like you know, if you go back to Shakespeare, who I believe was a black man, like there's only so many basic. Ba- there's a basis to things anyway, so I think they're gonna borrow from that. But I was. Um, I yeah like I mean let's just get into it actually so we're um what we're gonna do guys for this first episode is we're not gonna do like a step by step by scene by scene breakdown um if that's something that you guys really need in your lives leave it in the comments tweet us at that cool black nerd or blk or chanel creating or email us at we was dragons pod pod at gmail.com or podcast we was dragons pod at gmail.com. Yeah, right. Let us know. But anyway, we're just going to get into themes. And then, Brandon, I just sent you, I just messaged you some ideas for some segments based on what we talked about. So maybe we can like try to name these things. You trying okay. to put me on the spot. 
No, I, I, I have my idea for it. So if it doesn't no, like work, we can edit it out. Okay, okay. I, yes, I, but I'm gonna tell you what I mean. What I mean by this, and then that'll help us for next week too. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we we understand the um, at least just to start to tell us where we start though. So we like they start with the text, by the way, and I do like that they were like, "Look, y'all know Daenerys. Let's bring it back." Like this is two almost two hundred years before. Like they ground us with like. This is before all, like, they literally are like, this is before all the stories you've even heard. This is before the Mad King is all of that. So that was helpful because I think that we saw so many flashbacks in Game of Thrones that it was like, oh, are they just about to give us the long versions of these flashbacks? And, and they're like, no, 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 it's pre that. Um, so they grounded us. It's like 120 something. 170. So it was 172 years. I actually took some notes this time. So I'm going to yes, be, be a little professional. I'm going to be yes. a little professional. It was 172 years before Robert Baratheon's uh, rebellion when Jamie yes. killed the Mad King. So it's still, and that was about 10, 15 years before, 10, you know, 10, 12 years before the show started, right? So this is, you know, almost 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Yes. And I, if you like are like me and you just are trying to remember things, all the big, all the major houses came popped up somewhere here, um, including a new house that we talked about before. That the house with the black man, the biracial family, the um, what's what is the black the Valer- Valerian? I don't know. See, we said that in the we said that in the in our recap of the trailer, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's Valerian. The Valerians are still dead. Those are ancient. Those are like ancient beings. I think his name is Valor. But I don't know what house he's in. Uh, yeah, I Lord, think it's like something. Lord Corliss Valerian. Let me look him up. I think it's up. like a slightly different name. That's because you're right. Like Valerian is a V-A-L-Y and he's a V-E-L-A something. V-E-L-A-R-Y-O-N. So known as the Sea Snake was a fabled Lord of Ties, Master of Driftmark and head of House Valerian. Oh, so head of House Valerian. But it's not Valeria. They're not of Valeria. Yes, Vel, it's like it's V A L A Ryan, basically with oh, Valerian. I'm gonna say yeah, Valerian to help you from out. Black, they're from Blackwater Bay, so yes. we saw them on the show before, and we saw that in like one of the battles with who was it? Who I'm who was Screech? What's not Screech? That's where Stannis is from. Yes, Stannis's area. He's and then wasn't there a battle there, like with one of the bastards? No, not the bat. John. No, the bat. The bastards was Jon Snow and Rickon. No, not Rickon. You getting all the names? So you making us look bad? <laughs> oh fucking hell! Look, we told y'all. I told it's y'all what Reek. it was in the people. It was Rick and Jon Snow. I mean, not Rick. I see. I fucked up. Ramsey. Ramsey, yes, and but didn't Rick? Okay, I think I, the reason why I brought up Rick and Ramsey is because I feel like they were near Blackwater. I might be remembering it wrong. And Rick got his like balls back like and started like were you guys up balls chopped off <laughs> no 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 when he stood up for himself no we saw the battle of blackwater on the show don't you remember no i don't remember that's why i'm trying to piece this together out loud <laughs> yeah this is when joffrey was still king remember and he was hiding in the ship and he didn't want to come out and fight <gasps> that's what that was yes yeah. and it was a bunch of fight okay yes yeah. so you know again hey brandon some of this is good just good tv people are gonna be mad at me because i'm so wrong anybody gonna be mad at you I'm i just, welcome I'm the hate tweets <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so we that have was years um, ago. What that was what, season three? Yeah, how many, how many years anything. ago was that? And I would never ago? watch it over again. But um, oh, yeah, so the, so I mean, if I had like if it was another lockdown, and I had nothing else to do. But there's so many <laughs> other shows I could watch. By the way. I welcome another lockdown. I welcome another STEMI. But uh, okay, so <laughs> let's go. Um, so anyway, we see that the Targaryens are there. We see the major houses at some point. Um, we see the... So well, there's hold a, on. Before we get to that, there's something yeah. really important because you texted me about the patriarchy in this show. Yeah. And this show kicks off with patriarchy by telling the story of... Um, the queen who never was, yes. The queen who never was. Her name is Rhyness, Rhaenyra. Rain, no, Rhaenyra is no. The Rhaenyra is a is a princess, so that's Rhyness. Yes, Rhyness. Yes. Uh, yeah. Why am I not pulling Rhaenyss? Yeah. Yes. So Princess here's the Rhaenys. thing. Y'all got a black ass podcast. So, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pronounce it black, and even though they're gonna pronounce it different on the show, you're gonna know from our dialect. I mean, so, so yeah, they pronounce it. They pronounce it black. You're right. They do be like rain, ayo, rainus. Because I'm thinking it's like rainus, and they're like, no, rainus. Bring your ass out here and give me that wreath. No, okay. So we have the like you said, the queen who never was, and she was a queen who never was because she was the um, the youngest the sister. Eldest. Yeah. She, oh. Yeah, she was the eldest. Uh, she was the eldest child. Of the king, oh right, and the king before Aegon, who was no after after Aegon, the king before Viserys. The king Viserys is the king now. So yes. his uncle was king. His uncle was king, and Rhaenys was his oldest daughter because his two sons died early before they could take the throne. So she was the oldest daughter. She was the oldest one of his kids, and it was between her and Viserys to get the to get the crown next and he chose to go with his nephew instead of his daughter and Viserys ended up getting it and now he's king and so she was supposed to be king she was raised to be queen I mean she's supposed to be queen she was raised to be a queen and they still went and picked someone else um, because you know patriarchy so I don't know if this is canon. I'm re- I just got distracted by this wiki article, which says that Rainus, in at least the canon, was married to to the king before Viserys. So she was married to Aegon, the king before him. Like, and actually, she would. Okay, let me just read it because okay. I think Rain- you're thinking about another name because they all no, got similar names. This is no, definitely Queen Rhaenys Targaryen was the youngest sister of King Aegon the First Targaryen, first the Lord, first the first Lord of the Seven Kingdoms. Her and her sister Visenya were married to Aegon, and she was Aegon's favorite. And she had a son with Aegon who was Aenys, but he was supposed to um, continue the you know, continue the line. Here's the part that confused me. It says she was born on Dragonstone to Arian and his wife, Lady Valenia, Valenia, who were grandparents that we don't see. She had two siblings, Visenya and Aegon. And according to Valerian customs, Aegon was expected to marry his sister, Visenya, but he took both sisters as his wife. Right, but you're and, talking about somebody else. Is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the same one? No. I told well, you that they, all names. they all got similar names. Just like the king is named Viserys, and, and Daenerys' brother Viserys. was named Viserys. 
They all have oh, similar names. No, nah, I'm about to quit because if if they're just gonna be doing this to me, then I then I'm just gonna be sounding stupid. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. You're Keep learning. going. So she so she was supposed to be the queen and she wasn't. Yes. And she, she, so the so the, she got named the queen and never was by like this court jester uh, who was like joking her, but uh, she she was she, so she got passed over for Viserys and then now. He's in charge, and you know he's ruling, and he seems to be a decent person, right? Like he doesn't seem to be like the worst king because they said that um, they said that there was like peace and prosperity for like sixty years, and there was like no wars, and because people were so scared on. of the of the dragons. Well, partly because of that, but also like they said it wasn't like it wasn't fucked up because you know as we see in this episode, King's Landing is still you know, January 6th to me. Like, I saw Damon run up there and, and slice them people. Oh, hell off, yeah. And I said, hey, he got a point. I remember King's Landing from the first show. Them people were horrible. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm sorry, because I'm now I'm mad because I was looking at this family tree and I'm like, why y'all can't give me different syllables? But yes, um, King's Landing definitely seems like Vegas, almost. Like, it just seems like no, 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 not Vegas. It seems like the place, the district where all the rich people lived in, um, uh, come on, Katniss. What's it called? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. You know how Hunger Games has like the district where like all the people, the people who watch the games, like the, like Mm -hmm. the, the, the people who are disconnected and they're like terrible people and they, eat all this stuff when everyone's starving. That's what I, that's the feeling I get from King's Landing, even though it's kind of the opposite. It's like, like they said, like all kind of thieves and beggars or whatever. Yeah, they're all the broke people who live near the Red Keep and jealous because they're so rich. And they, and, and, you know, they're horrible people that rape everyone and steal and pillage. And, and Damon rolled up, Damon seems like a dick. Like, he seems like a dick. Would you agree? feel like he well first of all this nigga looks like Joffrey so that's already throwing me off he looks evil and then also he I told you before he looked like evil Legolas so it's hard for me to even like give him bail but when they had those scenes with him like in the brothel and him kind of he he seems like he's definitely the feds but he seems like he like grew up being treated less than so much because he was not the oldest brother that like I feel like there's gonna they're gonna build in some sympathy for him. Like kinda like how they eventually made Jamie like a dimensional character and you kinda like understood some of Jamie Lannister even though he was so fucked up. I feel like that's where I saw that already and maybe it's because um Rhaenyra's is that the that's the princess? Rhaenyra's yes. maybe mm-hmm. it's because Rhaenyra's loved him as an uncle. I saw that bond. Um but yeah, they definitely like that outwardly is more about to be just, broken. Oh, it's oh. oh. Wait, no, what? That ain't just that. Is it sexual? Just, that wasn't just no nice bond. <laughs> that was that was some sexual tension there. Oh God, I just wanted to ignore it. I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Um, but yeah, they definitely made him a dick. I mean, the nigga. We meet the nigga because he's hiding in the Iron Throne room no, he's in the hiding. dark. He was in there. Waiting in the dark. No, (laughs) nobody was in there. He was sitting on the throne Mm -hmm. because he's like, this is about to be mine. Like, this is right. But nobody, but he wasn't supposed to be in there. It wasn't like he was in there. You can get fucked up for doing that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, oh, I guess I you see what you're saying. Um, yeah. So we let's just talk about him a little bit more, and instead, and then we can just move from character to character. Because he, so we see him. We see that he's uh, his brother basically gave him the king, and the council decided to make him leader of the city watch, which is basically like police chief. Um, and we see him, like you said, go through and. Um, be, like fuck niggas up, behead people in the streets, and when and they said they needed two carts to wheel off all the body parts, and when they were called him to like, first of all, you're right, this nigga is stunned because whenever they talk about him, they turn a corner, he's already in the room waiting on them and hearing everything they said about him. But um, they say like, oh, you went too far. He's like, oh, you got all these people coming into town. Don't you want the streets to be clean? So he basically is like, I y'all had a problem. I solved it. What's what's the issue? And it's Listen. very. Gen- it's very blue, back to blue, but it also like he was like, "What y'all gave me this job? I did it well." You're mad. He looks terrible. However, I don't have sympathy for. It's like it's like with like I don't really like the you know I don't, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not Blue Lives Matter obviously, but if I see the police fucking up them people climbing into Capitol, I'm rooting for them. I'm cheering for the police. Oh, but that was a different story. <laughs> So no, so these people, Kings. Do you remember Kings Landing when they were spitting on Cersei and throwing shit on her? And I would have been with them. Them people was horrible. You wouldn't if the bitch in the, if if fucking Nancy Reagan decided to bring her pasty ass down to where I'm doing crack and collecting welfare. You don't think I'm gonna ring the bell on her ass? I'm not throwing shit on her. No. I'm not taking the shit, putting it in my hand, and throwing it at Nancy Reagan. Oh, oh wait, somebody, yeah, you're right. That's different, though. That was oh, these people I, are horrible. Uh, that's horrible a bad people. example. They that's was horrible a bad to example. everyone. If you don't remember, they was horrible yeah. to. They was horrible to um, Sansa when she was walking through the town. They was. Terrible. She was bitchy back then. She was a little girl. Okay, <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't remember what I'm referring to. I just remember. Okay, you're. I'm not saying they're good people. I'm also not saying that they deserve to be beheaded. Like it literally, Damon like there was no said, trial. He said to one of them, "You raped someone," and they held him up and they chopped his dick off with, with a Valerian steel sword. <gasps> That's Clean the up. part where I was moving room to room and I miss I missed some of the details of the raid. And I, because I also like kind of was let myself do something else during the medical part later. Like I was like, I don't need to traumatize myself. I but I got the gist that he was cleaning up the streets, which is kind of like problematic. I don't agree with him, but I do think that from a council point of view, he's really like. So we see that the hand of the king, Otto Hightower, is really against him. Like, he really thinks he has no place in the kingdom anywhere. Like, he really, if he could put him on the... the, Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, he's a plotter. He's a plotter. He's really plotting. So, but if he could put him on the Night's Watch, he would. Like, he wants him out of there. So, and Mm -hmm. um, what's the king's name? Viserys was like... Viserys, He was like, bro, you, I told, I said he could handle the money. You said he was going to spend too much money. I said he could be the lawyer or whatever, the, 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 you know, chief legal counsel. You was like, he going to be too strict. Uh, and then he goes, so I put him on this and now you're mad. Like, and they're right. Like he, it, this is what I feel for Damon because he's like, y'all are mad at me. Cause you can like see that I have all this stuff brimming within me, but he wants the chance to show them he's better. He's probably not better, but he wants the chance. And I like, you could, maybe he's just such a good actor that I feel that from him. And, and then later on he tells his brother, Get, and again, I think he's plotting. Everyone's plotting. But he tells his brother, like, you never even let me advise. Like, I could have, I don't have to be the king. I could be the hand of the king. You're putting me away. And that's adding to our tension. 
Don't you think? No. No? <laughs> no. I think he want power, and he's willing to do anything to get power, and he's privileged because he comes from a family. He's a brother of the king. So he's like, I'm going to do whatever fuck I want because my brother the king he ain't about to throw me up out of here. So I'm going to do this shit. And so I, oh, you heard what he was saying when he was trying to rile them people up? My brother's town is going to hell. We need to come clean that shit up. What does that sound like to you? We need to come clean that shit up. It just so happens. This is why I compared it to January 6th, right? Because you got the police who I don't mm-hmm. like. But then you got the Trump supporters who are probably worse. They're even worse. So they're going in there trying to fuck some shit up. And the police are whipping their ass. Well, starting to at the end. They should have done it more. So I'm like, okay, you, you know, I think you're fucked up. But... I do think the people in King's Landing are terrible people, but you, you know, yeah. you didn't have to cut somebody's hand off for stealing bananas. That was a but so here, here's where I think the only, the only nitpick, the only nit I want to pick on your metaphor is that the Capitol Police are kind of like the Night's Watch, as in like they don't see a lot of action. <laughs> like they be chilling, and you don't even know who's trained, who's not, who's sleeping on the job, who's just there for the donuts. Like. So they're, they're different than D.C. Metro Police. Like, that's where I'm like, it's a little bit different because I don't have a problem rooting for the, like, uh, Capitol Police who just deal with giving tours every week. Like, that is different than, like, the the Red Guard or whatever. So I totally do understand that. I also just, like, I didn't feel any empathy for the people in the town probably because – it's still not giving a very diverse audience. I'm not going to lie. So I'm just like, oh, this is not my business. But um, yeah, so so he is, I don't think there's anyone to root for. Let's be clear. I'm not coming out of this with any favorites right now because I'm seeing how everyone's, like maybe Rhaenyra's, the Rhaenyra's princess. Seen, I mean, Rhaenyra seems fine. She didn't do anything wrong. I just feel like there's something simmering. On, like I, I, I know better than to trust that there's going to be like, a because she's not a Tyrion. Like Tyrion, even Tyrion fucked up a little bit, you know, like, but she's not coming out the gates with. Yeah, I'm just. Fucks up. That don't mean you can't root for him. I'm just suspicious. I'm keeping my suspicion even. So you're suspicious so, of everybody white? I don't know if you thought that was going to trap me, but I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. I got, I mean, why would I lie? So you're team no. uh, Corliss. I'm team, first of all, yes, I'm team, let's start with that. Yes, I'm team Corliss, okay. but I am worried about Corliss. Like, what does he want out of this? And and I think that, like, Well, he's married to, he's married to, to the queen Rainus. who never was, yeah. The queen who never was, so he's married to her. So, at the end, you saw how he flipped it up, right? Yeah. He was, you saw how he, first he went with Damon, then he flipped that, he tried to flip that script. For sure. I, Okay, so let's. So okay, are we we're done talking about Damon for a minute. Well, I got a couple more things with Damon. Let me oh, let's do one. it. So one, uh, Damon was at these brothels, and the, the one thing I will say about King's Landing is the brothels look fun. They look like they're fun. When it, he finished the sex scene and then like cried, I was like, Damon, I roll like bro, like you're so predictable. A predictable. What? It's predi- the 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 sad, like you said, the sad privilege. Boy oh, yeah. who has everything yeah, he needs, but he's so sad deep down, and he doubts himself. But he's a bully when he walks out the house. Like you could do better. That's all. I also had someone tough. So remember, he was talking to the dragons. He was down there in the dragons, and that woman with the black hair came up to talk to him. Masaria. No, Viseria is one of the. No, Masaria with the Masaria. Yes, okay. Masaria. Mm-hmm. Masaria came up to talk to him. So people are telling me that she's very important going forward. 
and we need to pay attention to her. They call her Lady Misery. So we need to see. Uh, it was very interesting that she was down there, like, you know, sparking the shit up with him, trying to hype his ass up, you know, this could be yours type thing. But here's what I need you to know. That's the name of the sex worker he was with. I saw it on the captions. Yeah. So oh, okay, okay. She becomes something later oh, on. Well, well, okay, what, yeah. what people told me. I mean, so, she clearly know. Oh, you know what it says? Don't look. This is a potential spoiler. But she clearly knows something because she, um, like, she knew exactly. She's clearly, like, his girl because she knew exactly what to tell him to get. Like, she knew what was going on in his head. Like, they're clearly... Um, it's almost like again. I brought him up last time. The the whisperer, the master whispers. Mm-hmm. The like, there's a way that things get done for people who are not high born there. And it's this isn't a, a a look into it. This is how you assert your power when you're poor, but yep. helpful to the rich people. So who do you want to talk about next? Well, I just want to quickly talk about the king. Um, okay, King Viserys. Let's okay. First of all, he comes all like regular guy, kind of kind of like a jock. He's like, "Oh, I want a son to play football with," and he is. You think he's like a nice enough guy? And the patriot where the so first of all, hilarious. He's been sitting on the Iron Throne too long, and he says he has a sword in his back that won't heal. And they show it, and it's so graphic, graphic. Warning alert, skip 15 seconds. There's like pus coming out of it. Like it's infected. And I just started thinking like, damn, this was back in the day. Like this was like before they knew germs existed. Like it is so stressful to think about medical care back then. Like they were talking about leaching it. And I'm like, they had some grasp, but I'm just like, imagine getting an infection in Westeros, bro. It's over for you. Yeah, that was a big theme in the show. But also that is more than what it seems, I believe. I don't think that's just some cut from the chair. Oh, I definitely think he either... Ha- oh, that's... First of all, it's, gonna, it's what's going to kill him. Let's start with that. Yeah, I think he. I yeah. think it's something going to kill him. For sure. Secondly, I think that he might... You know, I just started thinking he could have any kind of autoimmune disease that they couldn't diagnose back then that's stopping him from healing. Or it could just be infected and they literally didn't catch it in time and now they have no medication and it's done. He's, it's over. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that, like, they didn't show us that just to show us his back hurts. Like, that nigga's... It's a clock on him. Mm-hmm. It's a clock on him and know that. So I don't know how long will happen for, but he will not be there. He won't be alive the whole season, and that's kind of to be no. expected. Well, there's going to be a time jump in the show. Oh, so is there? You can, well, you see that in the in the trailer, like because so, you see a, a different actress playing Renaris, uh later. In oh, the and she gets older. Yeah, she gets older. So there's going to be some type of time jump. I yeah. just don't know how far in advance, but I imagine that's when uh, Viserys dies. So. Yes. Okay. So that. Oh, and then obviously, so Viserys is married to Emma. Starting with an A, Emma. Rene- but um, Rene- no, his Emma's wife's name is Rene- Emma. Huh? Uh, her wife's name. His wife's name. His real name is Emma. <laughs> but the in the show her name is Rhaenyra Targaryen. Okay, well, I'm I'm going by what I saw in the captions. So yes, it you're correct. But um, so basically, she's pregnant, and the whole idea is like again, we saw that like the reason why Rhaenys was a queen who never was because she just happened to be a girl, and so they they did they went and put her in the succession plan, and they literally skipped the whole, they went to the others the other line of kids um instead of just giving a woman the position, and making her a queen, and so. 
uh, Rhaenyra being pregnant is a big deal for the for the king because if he like if he has a son, then he has an heir. Even though he has a child already and she's been raised in all the ways, he's an heir. But we hear her um, Rhaenyra talking to the king, saying like, "Well, the queen talking to the king, saying, hey, I can't oh, do no, this you anymore.' Were right. It's Emma." Oh, okay, bad. Um, We're no, talking about these names bad. Listen, this first me. episode, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we just learn these names. I learned. We're doing better than y'all are out there. I know y'all let it go in one ear and out the other. We're trying, you know. So anyway, she, um, because I'm like, you know, it's going to be one of those things like you know them by the face, <laughs> but yeah. you don't know all the names. So anyway, she is telling him how stressed she is because she's had like traumatic childbirths already. And she's like, I can't, she's probably had miscarriages. She's like, I can't do this anymore. This is the last child I'm going to have for you. But again, he has two miscarriages or yes, birth, and, he, and he exactly he needs a son. It's, he's like he's one of the people who's stuck on a son because obviously a king who feels like the custom is, and then also he feels nervous slash um, he's kind of like waiting on a reason to not trust his brother yes, because he true. doesn't. Yeah, he just doesn't because it could the the rightful heir based on whatever lineage they have. Well, not right. The rightful heir is the daughter, but. In their customs, the patriarchal custom, they want it to be about the brother. So Damon is next up, unless he. Well, actually, I think let's take one quick step back. The whole episode is about them picking the succession plan because they want to do it before the king, in case anything happens to the king. They want to have the plan in place, and he decides instead of having people, because we all know what happens later in the story. If instead of having people backstab and can you know work with other people to kill you let's just name an heir and let that be that so he's hosting a tournament and having all the houses come to like have people like compete for the right to be the heir but really they're there competing for the right to be the heir they were just celebrating the baby it's just a celebrating of a baby yes okay sorry i don't know i made that up they were but the thing is like this is where the patriarchy gets like complicated because like there's absolutely patriarchy around but then there's this thing that's like even if I wanted to choose my daughter, right? Am I mm-hmm. causing more harm by doing that, right? Like, am I setting her up to get backstabbed? Am I setting her up for people to turn on me? Yep. Turn on them, right? Am I going to cause more chaos by doing that, by making that bold move than just doing the normal, quote-unquote normal, right. like a man to be in charge type of well, thing, right? So this is different because, obviously, like, like you said, people actually will kill for this, but I actually don't think it's much safer to be a man king because as we've seen with Robert Baratheon and like, yeah, yeah well, the man are, king was crazy, but yes, no, I, I, I meant man king. Sorry. Like a male, like a male oh, king. Male king yeah. yeah. They get killed too. But I do agree with you. Like, it's just going to deal with more like people are just going to think they can, it's going to be more insulting to her really. Cause like people are going to think they can just trick her and she's going to yeah. have to be like a dinner. And we saw what Daenerys went through. Anyway. Um, I think Daenerys that was, exactly. I actually sure. Are you team Daenerys. I'm team. That ending didn't make me that mad. I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's what she's doing. Um, but yeah. So, in, so sorry. Just to finish my thought, I feel like what's happening is that um, I actually just think the metaphor that came to mind was when a parent, like you talked about, what he would go through. But it's kind of like what a parent goes through when they're super supportive of like their kid being queer or whatever. It's like, yeah, other people might say shit, but your kid it really matters to your kid that you stood up for them and as we can see like Rhaenerys is very like she just knows she'll never be in line she knows no matter how correct she looks how much she's there what a good daughter and you can tell she like she loves to ride dragons and her mom 
lectures her and says, our job is to bring the babies. That's the only, that's your fight in this. That's like your way of fighting. And they juxtapose the childbirth later with violence to show like, this is the war we fight. Um, and her daughter's like, mom, please get the fuck out of my, like she doesn't want to hear it. And, and I, and I don't know how, and this is the thing about like, I, I relate. I don't know how you can be around that, see where all the power is and not be drawn towards a more masculine, like powerful things. Unless you're like a Sansa type. Like I'm always going to be an Arya because I'm like, I see the power, the the direct path to power is this. So why do you want me to have to learn all the sly ways of being a woman when I can just learn how to fight like a man and fight that battle versus trying to like, you know, play in the shot. Anyway, that's my whole long tangent of what I thought about with that. But she she's in there they have she has a disconnection from her parents and she also like they let her come in and like kind of take notes on the council so he's not completely sh- pushing her out but he's not no. taking her seriously well, and he, if she yeah she's around i mean he's he's not treating her like she's just some you know oh you're just a princess and you look pretty in your dress like he doesn't treat her like that but it's also just one of those things where it's just like there's never been a queen so like, why would I consider it? <laughs> like, why? Like, it's just like one of those things. Like, why would I consider that? There's never been one. Like, what are we talking about? But I also think it's like he's in her face. Like, boy, do I want a son? <laughs> like, that's the of it. Like, yeah. he's just actively like, yeah, hey, you're great, but you're never gonna be the king. See, thanks for coming to the meeting. So anyway, that's the the last thing we need to say about the king. So do you mind skipping ahead to that to the part? That happens later, and then we can go back and talk about other characters. Do you want to leave that? Yeah, yeah, we can go okay. do whatever. So, if you thought Viserys was cool, whatever, he's doing his thing as king, he's trying to be fair. This nigga fucks up. So, his wife is pregnant. They're so excited. They're having the, um, like all the knights of the houses come to joust for in battle just for fun like just like gladiator type shit and um right before the game start the king is like by the way my wife's about to give birth y'all turn up you know Her and so labors have begun yeah that's where that and they start showing her and she's going through it so then we get a like whisper 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 let's go so they call the king the hand the hand lets the king know he needs to go and the baby is in breach which apparently means they're not coming out correctly Mm-hmm. And this is when I started thinking, these niggas don't know germs exist. So I just started thinking about dirty, filthy hands reaching into her trying to pull that baby. So I already started to like, you know, get a little bit about it. And then um, this is where the patriarchy got me. This is probably the worst moment of all. Um, they, yeah, one of the so. maesters steps aside and says, hey. In the, in the event of childbirth, it always comes a time when the man has to make a tough choice. I'm like, the man? She right, she, you've been in this room with her the whole time waiting on a man to come in and make a decision. And he says, he says, you have to choose. You can sacrifice one and save the baby or you could kill them both. But he's basically like, but you could sacrifice one blink, blinking a lot. Like basically like sacrifice they one. They give him the option of take, kill the baby and right, keep your wife the alive. Yep. It was just either the baby's alive or they both dead. Now, I don't know if that's the science of the day and they didn't have the science to choose the wife or, over the baby, but I don't know. But they didn't even give them that option. So, And I don't know. I'm about to say, I can't, I'm a, I have a vagina, so the, I can't even say what I'm about to say because it's so ignorant. Because I'm just like, you can't just rotate the baby. <laughs> 
But I know it's not that deep. I know it's not. I know it's not that easy. It's also one oh. It's also like one oh eight AC. It's, yes, they have no. I don't even know why. Like unless your baby just slide out, you have problems. You're yes. gonna have. You have complicated. This is what they talk about in dying in childbirth, like in the back back in the day. And this is why you can still die in childbirth because we know like. The yeah. body is doing so many complicated things that if your doctor's not paying close attention to you, but how she the dies in childbirth. About that. So in the after yeah. show, they talked yep. about how, you know, they know that this scene is going to be gripping and it's going to be, you know, really tough to see. And it's something I don't think I could watch again, but to watch it the first time, it was very powerful because what they were trying to show you is like, one, childbirth is just dangerous back then and today. And people take it for granted. And then two, a C-section can be even more dangerous. And in the way they played it up in the show, one of the maesters was like, yeah, back in the center, though, they were were trying this new thing out where you can, like, cut open (laughs) New hotness. But it's going to be, they're going to bleed out, but we can get the baby out. I, I immediately tweeted. I said, I cannot think of a single thing worse than a C section in Westeros. I cannot think of anything worse than that. Like that, there's zero chance that works out well. So you literally, are you saying that's worse than cutting the penis off a rapist? Yes. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm, that <laughs> no, sounds horrible. That sounds like a horrible no, okay. for a woman. It sounds like, <laughs> a, it, it, it sounds like a horrible experience in 2022. First of all, because you know that knife's not sharp. You know that knife's not sterilized. That's a ragged knife they're pulling out. Okay. So it's exactly like you said. And he asked the king to make a choice, but he's kind of like, wink, wink. And the king is like, are you sure the baby will survive? He's like, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> he's like, we got this. Just, just know that she's not going to. And so he, this motherfucker, goes over to his wife and starts holding her hand and is like, Shh, like she's a horse. It's gonna be okay. You got this. And she starts going, what? The f- What's going on? What y'all about to do? She sees a knife. She goes, ah! She starts freaking out. She's like, please, no, I don't want this. And he's like, you'll be all right. You are killing her. He, as he's doing it, he knows she's dying. He won't, he won't give her the honesty of saying, I just made the decision and look her in the eye and own up to it. He doesn't give her any insight. And this is why he deserves what's coming to him. But basically, he, Let's them kill his wife. They split her open. And and my guy to watching the show, like you said, you can't watch the scene again. Just let your eyes go cross whenever crazy things happen on screen. I just really just don't focus in. I like I notice something in the back wall and then I come back because there's no way I could have like locked in on this scene. It was just too much. But they go through, they just cut her, they cut her open right. I'm like, I don't even think that's where you should cut the line at. Like they cut her right across the stomach. Pull that baby out, and I'm I'm I hate to say this, but I thought like I hope that baby don't make it. I watched it. Yo, I, well, I was watching it. I watched it the first time because mm-hmm. I do want to see. You know, I just want to see these things, and I'm watching the first time. I'm like, this is this is this is this is a mm-hmm. lot. Is what I was, I was like. This is a lot, but I, I get like I get what they're trying to do and what they're trying to show, and they mm-hmm. they were trying to come out the box with something. With a powerful message, right? And we haven't seen it. We have. We also haven't like really delved, delved into too much childbirth in the series, right? So. And, yeah, and, ch- and so basically, they want you to know is like these are the things that these men will go to for patriarchy. Is what I took mm-hmm. from it. it was like because mm-hmm. so like like I was talking about in our preview show. It was like for me, like my thing when they do these when they do things like this in TV shows, like things that are hard to see, is 
How are you framing these things, right? Are you putting him in the in the light that makes him seem like he just made this noble decision, or are you putting him in the light that makes him seem like he's a man making a decision for a woman? And they absolutely filmed it in a way that made it seem like he was a man making that decision yeah. for a woman. They didn't they, try yep. to sugarcoat it. They also see him like you could see the wheels turning in the back of his head. Like I hope it's a son. Like I need a son, and do I want a son more than I want a wife? Like that's literally what you see him choosing. So the baby comes out. It's a boy. He's like, who worth it? You know. And I, and the reason why I wish death on this baby, I don't know, is because I wanted him to know immediately it wasn't worth it. Like I wanted him to to not feel validated in the choice he had just made and really like have to deal with it because if he had his baby and you know he just gets some younger to raise her he would find a way to move on we cut to so also by the way they they show they're showing this um night match like the jousting juxtaposed like to violence because the jo- the knights start like fighting like they're, the Brathian house is there that i don't think we really heard stark fight but there's another house called it starts with a c what was the house that came out of nowhere the guy that won Chris, I think it was Kristen. Crystal, Crystal, Kristen, Kristen Cole. Kristen Cole, Cole. yeah. Because the whole yeah. house of Cole came up. Nobody knew who they were, but they're new. And then, um, and then Damon fought for the uh, what's his name? Fought for the Targaryens and lost ultimately mm-hmm. to House Cole. But the point is that while they're doing that, nobody goes to grab. I'm about to call her Daenerys, uh, Rhaenyras, and tell her to come see her mama. Well, her yeah, mom's going to find through. out way later. Right. So they cut to them at the funeral pyre getting ready. We see the we see Emma laid out. Oh, on what? The pot- before that, before what? that, they showed a maester holding the baby and the baby's like wheezing. So he's like, yes, I, exactly. I, watched, I noticed it's the second time. The baby's like, <laughs> yeah, I noticed like, that too. Like that. And that's so when like, I wish that's when I wish something terrible. Yep. So they were showing that the baby was going to die. And then I saw Renaris and I immediately thought of you because I, I knew you were going to have this position. I knew you were going to have this position. And I immediately thought, she's thinking exactly what Snow's probably thinking. I hope that nigga was happy. Yeah. Son for a day. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, she goes, I hope for the 30 seconds that child, 36 hours that child was alive, that you were happy. So, because oh, so her and her uncle speak high Valerian to each other, which as we know is like a noble, it's kind of like knowing Latin. Like it's yeah. like a noble language that like nobody knows unless you would like had special time to be taught. And so, um, they, that's what she says to her uncle in that moment. Like she, he's like, "It's your turn to go speak," and she's like, "Nah." And instead of doing like a eulogy, she tells Dracarys. So this is a re- OG Dracarys. So Daenerys renamed one of her her dragons Dracarys, but that was like a homage. And so um, I'm like, "Dang, y'all don't have matches." Like the way that they like the funeral pyre is by having one of the dragons blow blow fire on it. But we see. After we establish this a funeral scene that there's a baby wrapped up there next to the mother. So the baby didn't make it either. And you can see it on the king's face. He knows he fucked up. It's all bad. He made the wrong decision. And the crazy part is, I don't know that he would have been able to, to, I don't know they would have been able to save her. I think, I think she was, I think they could have both died in childbirth, but it's the fact that he made that decision. And so, um, so yeah, so they she they light him on fire and she's pissed at her father and her uncle is saying he's gonna need you and she don't want to hear it. And we see him kind of like sullen, but he I really feel like this nigga bounced back in a way. Like it just really didn't sit well with me. Yeah, I mean he I mean I get I mean he was legitimately sad, which you know they kind of showed that like 
you know, you can fuck up and still regret your decisions. And he, it seemed like he regretted his decision. I don't know. I personally think he regretted it because that baby died and it was a boy. Cause I feel like I actually, you know what? I do think the crazy thing about it is if it was a girl and it came out and he died, he would probably feel worse, which is fucked up. Right. <laughs> which is like even fucked up. Cause he, cause in his mind, he's probably like, well, I was trying to do it for a boy for our heir. And you know, I don't think, I don't think at this point he thinks it's worth it. But at the time, he absolutely thought it was worth it when he was making that decision. He yeah. absolutely thought it was yep. worth it. But I, I enjoyed Renera, uh, Renaris because she was basically, she was just like, "All right, then, nigga, that's what you get." Uh, yeah. So, I mean, she was clearly mad that her mama died, but she was kind of pissed at him. And so I don't know if he made up for that by naming him heir because he felt bad, or if it was like one of those things that enlightened him. It was just like, "What the fuck am I doing? I just killed my wife." Over mm-hmm. this stupid patriarchy bullshit. Mm-hmm. I could have had my wife right now with me if I would have just named Renaris heir two years ago. Like, I'd have been fine. But no, I'm sitting here trying to get another boy, forcing my wife to give birth when she don't really want to. And she even went to, we skipped over this, but she went to him during this episode and said, hey, dog, if this is a girl, I'm done. I don't want yeah. this no more. Like, no, I said I that. No more. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. When we talk about the miscarriages, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. She like he knew, and so I think that that's probably also what fueled him, right? But I agree with you. I think I think how you're reading it is on point. And so, like you already said, he ends up. Um, so then, <laughs> his counsel calls him and like, "Hey, so we're so sorry, everybody <laughs> <Immediately> died." <after. laughs> But just in case you about to die, let's clear this succession thing up today. Like, let's name. And they were like, instead of like uh, letting it be a casual thing, let's name. Let's just go ahead and pick somebody. And then, um, as you said, Corliss, who is our black, our resident black man, he's he's like, well, the name successor is Damon. And they go through why they think Damon sucks. And then uh, he does try to defend him a little bit. He's like, that's my brother. Um, is this when they tell on Damon? Yes, this is it. Yeah. So no, this is after. No, no, no. This is after. So this time they're just going back and forth. And then uh the hand to the king, Otto Hightower says, Well, you do have another choice. It could be your Yes, daughter. but no, but no, when did when did the, this isn't when they talk about the brothel speech you made? No, this is later. So Okay. So they go back and forth about it could be your daughter, and they all go, uh, hey, can't have no woman running yeah. the Westeros stuff. Fuck's wrong with you? And then yep. Corliss flips it on him. And Corliss flips on him. Was like, hey, well, actually, you know, I don't think Renaris is a bad idea. And Otto was like, you just got finished defending Damon. The fuck wrong with no, you? I don't think he said Renaris is a bad idea. He said Rainus isn't a bad idea if you're going to do this. He said, oh, like, yeah, he did say yeah. Rainus. Yeah, because she should have been. Yeah, because he plotted his wife because he wanted to be king. I mean, he want to be king that's not in charge. King, yeah, like yeah. For, like first lady, like uh, yeah. like what's her name, husband, uh, first husband, like uh, Harris. Husband. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I think that uh, he. I mean, he's playing it smart because he'd be like, "Listen, Damon's not that bad, y'all." Like, hey, remember, remember the originals, and I think he's like, "I'm playing it by the book, pretty much." Like we. You know, why not throw it out there? And I appreciate his presence. And I appreciate that, like, even though they don't explain the lack of black people anywhere in this world, they don't treat him differently yet. You know, like, it's kind of like he's just there and we don't have to really think too much about how he got there. But um, and then did you notice the mulatto children? <laughs> he had mulatto. two, like, they had two. <laughs> what are you, 60? 
Because they, they had two perfectly caramel kids in perfectly in front of him and, and his kids, like two exactly brown children. Like, this is what their children would come out as. And it was just so ignorant because it was like, oh, you have two kids of different ages who look exactly the same, which, okay. Anyway, Malata. I don't mean that. Wow. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Yes, I am Larry David. I don't mean that <laughs> as bad as it sounds, but they literally are the definition of. <clears throat> so I look anything for anything for listens and likes. I'm just kidding. No, I really, I really said that word in earnest. So yeah, so they. Who else do we miss? Um, so Viserys goes. He goes. Yes. Um, I ain't about to choose between my brother and my daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. And by the way, by the way, um, Damon is listening in. They don't know it, but Damon is hearing everything. Yeah, and so then Damon goes back to the whorehouse and has herogasm from the boys where everybody's just fucking everyone. Yeah, everyone's just fucking everyone. Uh, And you know what? They learn from the first season. It's kind of like Westwood. They learn from the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones because remember, at the beginning of Game of Thrones, it was just all women who got naked, right? They had this problem on a lot of HBO shows. But in recent years, they've gotten to the point where they're just like, well, if we don't have naked people, then we shouldn't just focus on women. Like, if they're going to be naked women, there's going to be naked men. Like, they're going to show yeah. people being naked. And that's what it's going to be. And that you, makes it better to me. If you ever want to see casual, hilarious penis, watch Righteous Gemstones. Oh, they I love give Righteous you, Gemstones. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. Did yes. I bet you would? They, they would show you random penis, and it's just like, it's not supposed to be sexual. It's just like, hey, here's a dong. Um... And yes, anyway, that's a that's a show that I don't think it makes sense. To, I could actually recap that because it's so fucking funny. But anyway, so yes, they're getting a lot better with that. But yeah, he's having yes, the whole they're, orgy. They're fest. starting to show it, and then he gives like this really weird speech. So it gets back to Viserys, and he gives a speech. Mm-hmm. Can you tell? Okay, basic ba- the basics that I got because I don't have the notes on it is that he was like, "Damn, y'all, my brother." Lost his son. Oop. Like, basically, it's a diss track. He's like, too bad he had an heir for a day. Yeah, for a day. <laughs> yes. That's Damn. so fucked up, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I know. At the end, I was like, oh, oh yeah, he's real fucked up. <laughs> but now that you just made, I didn't, this didn't occur to me just now. Maybe because he knew it was a between the aunt, the, him and his niece, he self sabotaged so that the niece would get it. You don't think? Fuck no! He wants oh, okay. that shit. <laughs> and he was he was taking a victory lap. He was in there basically like, "Oh, that <sighs> nigga dead. That's all mine now." He, oh, that is what he did. Well, you know he, he the, and that's his biggest flaw because when he was doing the jousting and then they turned the fisticuffs, he starts gloating like he won. And then my man's got up off the ground and ended it. And I'm like, it was like when um, what's his name was going against the hound, the mountain. And oh, yes. he, yeah, um, he thought Pedro it was all Pascal. sweet. Yep, he thought it was all. Yeah, I love him. He thought shit was sweet, and he got his shit burst like a melon because mm-hmm. he was gloating. Never do your victory lap in Westeros, y'all. Let the game end. Let the person be pulled off. Like let it be over, and then do your cheering because you're gonna lose if you turn your back to your opponent. That's something I've seen a million times. So then it gets back to Viserys, and he's basically like, "Did you say that shit? Tell me if you said that shit." And he's like, I said that shit. He like, Oops. And he was like, fuck you. Out of here. Mm-hmm. Go back to Dragonstone. You're banned. Peace. Be gone, bitch. And then he goes and talks to his daughter. And he's like, listen, I've been sitting here this whole time. 
being a king. I'm thinking I'm being a good king, not realizing that my daughter right here is perfectly fine and capable to run this shit to the mm-hmm. point that I got my wife killed out of my desire to have a male heir when you were right here the whole damn time. And he was like, I'm done with this bullshit. I, I got to ask you a question. What do you think about these dragons? And she basically tells him, like, you know, how she feels about the dragons. He's like, well, you got to know that, you know, you got to have the power. You know, there's a lot of power that comes with these dragons. You got to, you know, be able to, you know, control that mm-hmm. shit and handle that shit. And you had the right answer. And so. Yeah, basically, like, if she had been like, the dragons are why we're going to rule the world. He yeah. Like, oh, shit. You know, but she was like, we're just like everybody else. The dragons are just our friends. Who's like, bingo. And they and they made an interesting thing. That kind of, this is one of the things that I thought was cool. Mm-hmm linking it to the previous show yes. is that they said that, you know, a Targaryen needs to be in charge for when winter comes. And it's like when winter comes, a Targaryen needs to have it be in charge to take out, basically take out the whites, which is funny if you think about it in the line of the show that the Targaryens knew this, right? As they were passing it down from generation to generation to be prepared. And maybe Daenerys or whoever would have known if Robert didn't kill the Mad King. But because Robert killed the Mad King and never got passed to how Robert, did the Mad King get what? What made him mad again? Huh? The incest was what made the king mad. What yes. happened? Yeah, the incest. So they, so they, but that's the irony. They wanted the Targaryens to be like on the throne so bad that they kept breeding Targaryens yeah. until they like imploded. Because they thought they had to have pure Targaryen blood to be in charge. Right, right? but they went too so far. <laughs> this show is leading to um, the Dance with Dragons. It's not going to be this season, but somewhere down the road. And the Dance with Dragons is basically the event they talked about in the first show. It's basically the event where all the Targaryens were fighting like a civil war against each other. And they killed almost all the dragons and all the Targaryens. That's, where that's, they, that's was, how they ended themselves, yeah. That's why it was so few of them left by the time our show started. Because they almost ended themselves. But the other thing yeah. I want to say that I did uh-huh. learn was that so this show, at least, at least in particular this se- season, is built on this one book. I forget what it's called. Song of book, Fire and Ice. No, that's the oh. Game of Thrones show. But uh. the but the book was not written like a Song of Fire and Ice. A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, it was written as a history book. So like a Song of Ice and Fire is written like as like a novel. It was written from the mm-hmm. perspectives of characters. They're talking mm-hmm. about what they see. Mm-hmm. This part of the show is written as a history book. Like this happened, that happened, like you were reading a history book. So it gives the showrunners some flexibility to like tell some stories because like if you write a history book, like let's say I read a history book about like, you know, a sit-in in 1963, mm-hmm. right? In 61. I'll read like this sitting happened, certain people got arrested, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I'm not. And you can make up like, the dialogue, you can make up the character motivation. Yeah, like, exactly. So you get to kind of make that stuff up because the book was written as a as a history book. And George R. R. Martin is working hand in hand with them. So I expect this to go be really cool because of that. I just well, want to throw is- that in. Yeah, well, this is where I'm not a nerd because I'm like, what the fuck was this nigga on creating anthologies for shit that didn't happen? Like, think about the level of nerdum you gotta be to be making like a Bible of stuff you made up. I mean, you're creative. If you can't say anything, George R. R. Martin is one of the all-time oh, most creative people to ever live. Can you imagine thinking of like, 
How do you even think of this? When did he have the time, bro? <laughs> what would you, what your kid, his kid was taking his first steps and he's like, all right. And then Viserys, Viserys two, not one is, you know, like think about living with this man. He was probably, that's all I want you to think. I want you to think about his wife or his partner who's like, George, shut the fuck up. I don't <laughs> care about these, your novel, you know, that's <laughs> and then the story that's hundreds of years long, hundreds of years long. Right, so this story because there's books before this story that talks right. about things that happened in Westeros, and then there's this story, and then there's the Game of Thrones story, and he's still writing the Winds of Winter or whatever the fuck, which still no, has yeah, exactly. Out. And listen, this is really cool. It's also mental illness. It's both at the same time. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. It's genius. Genius and mental illness are like a perception away from each other. But yeah, this. Um, I mean, I, they they got us with like the characters feel really different. You definitely know that the th- the stuff we think is going to happen, like the king dying and anything else, is um, going to happen. But you have no idea what else they're going to throw in there. And then we have oh, one thing we miss that I think is going to be important from the trailer is that the maiden of Rhaenyra's is this girl named Oh yeah something. We, we didn't talk about her, Lady <laughs> Alicet. Like, yeah, Alicet. And she's Otto's daughter. Yes. And he picked her out. <laughs> yes. Uh, so and Otto also has a son who like did the jousting and got his ass. Wait, he gets asked me because what's the name? She did, but whatever. So he definitely sends his daughter, like you said, pimps him out and says, go see how the king do what he said. Go check on him. Put that dress on. It's like, ew, daddy, ew. <laughs> She like, that is what happened. She's like, I don't even know what to say. He's like, you'll figure it out. That's nasty. But he's trying to say, he's like, yo, I could be the hand. You could be the queen. And then our, your, your, my son then will be the next, like, he's, he's plotting. And I think that's kind of crazy. But it also shows how back then outside of like a Marjorie or whatever, these girls was not thinking like that. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, like they were still. At the end of the day, it was some manipulation to get these different behaviors that, like, take advantage. You know, people finding their space to to thrive or survive in the patriarchy is, like, by having to take these, like, lower-level things that you would think you would never do, but you got to do it in order to make it out, so... Yeah, Margie was the queen plotter. I love me some Margie. Oh, yeah, she didn't give a fuck. She, I mean, she, in today's world, she's, you know, would be married to an 80-year-old millionaire. You know, like, she <laughs> knew where she was at. Um, but, yeah, so, that was, yeah. That was the show. But here's the thing. Before we close every show, I want us to watch the trailer for the next episode and then talk about what we're looking forward to. Is that cool? Yes, and I want, but before we do that, I wanted, so, you know, we mentioned, I mentioned earlier that, like, we were working on segment ideas, and so I want to prep you guys for what we, what I thought were the three segments from this episode. One was the messy bitches, and I, I think the messiest bitch in this episode was, um, Otto, but, I wanted to know who you thought was the messiest bitch in this episode. Oh, the messiest bitch by far was Damon. That Damon, nigga was okay. taking victory laps in a brothel and then think that right. going to get back to his brother. You okay. Nobody going to snitch? Yes. Okay, you're right. And then the second thing, well, two out of three. The second was, um, I realized now that like, like prostitution is going to be a theme in some kind of way. So who do you think was the better pimp and hoe? Was it... Uh, was it Damon and Mysteria, Mysteria, whatever her name is, or Otto and Pimpin' Out His Daughter? Otto and Alicet, because that was, like, 
I don't condone this activity, but that shit was mad smooth. Oh, let me check. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's okay. Look, the king, you know, he real yeah. down right now. He in there playing with his toys and his model train yeah. set. Why don't you go up in there, put that nice little, you know, little black dress on and go and in that, there and make him feel good. And she's so innocent. She just told him something nice, but you know it's going to progress once she... And then, anyway, so the, and then the last thing is our world star moment. So what was the best fight or moment of violence in this episode? Oh, the world star moment was when Damon thought he was big shit. And Sir yeah. Kristen Cole took out that fucking mace and whooped his ass. <laughs> I thought my favorite moment was when I think my favorite moment, was, as petty as it was, was when the first dude got off the horse and started fighting, and they just turned into like squaring up, <laughs> like they just started being like, "All right, now the knights are, are are like literally fist fighting until someone dies, and then three people died, and they just dragged them off and kept going." I was like. Oh, never forget we're we're in Westeros, bro. <laughs> like this is it. This is it. They don't care. Um. So okay, great. Those are my three thing, my three segments. So I just wanted to like, well, like maybe that. those aren't let's segments, but okay, yeah, great. Yes, we'll our categories. All right, let's see this tra- this trailer for next week. I didn't watch right. it yet, actually. All right, we got a thirty second trailer. The road ahead is uncertain. But the end is clear. Against Wait, run it back, run it back. Is that who is that in the throne? The woman? I mean the chair. Who's that? That's Alicette. <gasps> okay, so the bitch, the girl. Wait, what is okay, so the girl we just talked about, the maiden, the friend, she's sitting in a chair like she's special. Mm-hmm. Certain. But the end is clear. Against whom? Whomever may dare to challenge us. Threat of war looms. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power, Your Grace. There was a lot of fighting going off episode two. Is that episode? Yeah, that that was like a like a what to expect the rest of the season trailer. Wow, yeah, there was a lot of a lot. Okay, so we're gonna have a lot of dragon fire this season. We're gonna have a lot of dragons doing dirty work. And um, what I do like, although we still mad at him, is that Viserys is now like, okay, Rhaenyras, you're my heir. I'm working with you. So like, it seems mm-hmm. like he's really sitting down and coaching her instead. Of, like you said, because she's gonna be a target. And that was a the last thing I forgot to say is. They do like a night, like a, not a nighting, like a, um, uh, the ceremony where they come and like pledge themselves. They re-pledge themselves to the mm-hmm. king and to his heir to like finalize it. And she has on the garb and she looks really, she looks ready for this moment, but she turns around and I'm like, Oh, it's a target on your back now. Like, like as great as this moment is for you, everybody in that room thinks you don't deserve it. And there's going to be a problem somewhere down the line. So that's kind of the tension they're setting up. And so I'm glad she at least has him like really trying to prepare her. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm just looking forward to all the drama, man, because this is like big drama to me, and I love this shit. I want to see who's going to backstab who, who's going to fuck whose brother yeah. or, aunt, or uncle or sister or cousin. I want to know who's going to be doing that. Yep. I want to know uh, who who is plotting in the background that seems like a good person, but it's going to turn out to be fucked up. 
And mm-hmm. who I think is good, that's going to, I mean, who do I think is bad, that's actually a good person. They just kind of yeah. have an attitude. Like, I know, this, it's gonna, I know they're going to be twists and turns. Yes. So I want to know when these things are coming. And I'm just, I I mean, I'm just so, I'm like so gleeful. Like, it felt so good to live tweet something with people again. Like, you know how long it's been since everyone was on Twitter talking about the same show? Like, it's been forever since yeah. then, right? Secession was the last time. Um, and so, and I'm not a good live tweeter, but I'm glad you enjoyed that. I can't I do both. It. I need commercials, and I can't wait. And so, I just it just felt good to be back. Like it feels like we're back. And so, I'm glad to we reviewed the last two seasons of Game of Thrones on my podcast at the time, but we didn't start early, so we we got in at the end. So I'm looking forward to starting this with you and go all the way through. This is exciting, and they got me hooked. I'm looking forward to getting the names right. I think I'm almost there. I'm also looking forward to not mixing all my history up. But um, well, like we as read you, them damn books, like we said, we should start well, no, the show off every day and say reminder. So and say I'm Brandon and I ain't read them damn books. And I'm yes, and I want to. I want an <laughs> upside down Spanish exclamation point in front of it. I did not <laughs> read those books, um, and I won't read those books. But yes, like we said, like we'll, we'll figure out who the Rainuses is, the Rhaenyras is, the Damons, the Devons, the Devontes, because you know these are black people, but they cast it wrong. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad to be here. This, I mean, it's fun to see it. Uh, if I get into it, I think that'll make it less fun because I won't be as uh, sassy about the show. But I did have a great time recapping it. And we will try to get this out to y'all on Tuesdays. But if it comes on a Wednesday, that is also okay. We're figuring it out. And also, it's a lot to kind of watch and recap and get it out to y'all. But I feel like this is a good episode. You don't have to, We don't have to edit that much. No, we don't have to edit anything. We're good. Okay, great, great. So, so we'll just tell go. them where they can find you. Yes, at Chanel Creating, ChanelCreating.com. And you can please use those links to get to my YouTube and subscribe so that you can be there when I launch my sketch show later this year. What about hey, you, Brandon? You can find me on Twitter at that cool black nerd. It's BOK. Uh, and you'll see all my other podcasts there. Uh, if you check that out as well. So just follow me on Twitter. And also, if you want to email the show and tell us what you liked about the show, leave comments, what you're looking forward to next week, uh, what you're looking to see, or any comments yeah. you have on this past episode, uh, email us at wewasdragonspod at gmail.com. Another uh, thing you can email is ideas for Brandon's Twitter name because he keeps saying he wants to change it but hasn't figured it out. So if you have I'm any suggestions, yes, give him a good one. All right. Thanks y'all for listening. So thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. Talk to y'all later. Peace. How would they say bye in Westeros? Farewell. Uh, Farewell. I bid you adieu. You dragons. I bid you adieu. Dracarys.